January, the season for romance, obviously. New year, new me. It's the year of the rabbit. Hello. Hi, Brandon. Hi. Sorry, I, um, didn't, I didn't know when my jumping on romance. Romance. Romance, rabbits. It's happening. Romance, raving rabbits. You know, rabbits are, are they're known for their, their sexy times. They are. Some people say whenever people have a lot of kids, they refer to them as a bunch of rabbits, not the kids, those having, because rabbits have a lot of kids. Rabbits reproduce a lot. So saith the far-right rabbit coalition, the, the rabbit haters of the world, the alt-rabbit. Uh, my point here is romance. Yeah, sorry, I didn't Love making. To, yeah. Uh, sexy times. Where are you going with this, Edwards? Brandon? What is the like? Tell me, tell me about like when you think of something sexy. Like someone's laying the moves on, they're flirting. Like what really gets to your heart? Is it? Is it? Do you like a big romantic gesture? Do you like something small and intimate? Do you like uh, like what what what's what's a good moment for you? For something. For something romantic, are you asking what turns me on? What are what are you like? Like just if wi someone wife, actually hold on, yeah, go ahead. Tell me, tell me why. If someone was to come on years, to you, yeah, like okay, imagine you're at the bar, and someone comes on to you. What what would what would be your your thing? Like what what would you consider? Like what what would get to your heart? You know what I mean? Like like just in fantasy land. Ignore that we're married. That's not a thing. This is like in another time, in another place, you're at the bar and someone comes up to you and they're flirting with you. Like, would it be a one-liner that gets you? Would it be like a buying you a drink? Like what? What I, wins Brandon's heart? I think it would have to be like a genuine hello and then at some point early in the conversation, like a, like a, good, a good joke. A genuine hello and a good joke. Yeah, like a genuine, like, lock eyes, like, hello, and, like, a, like a sincere interest in in my life. That's what I my long for. My life. That's what I long for is a, is a genuine interest in my life. <laughs> it's for, okay. It's for, for another human being to take interest in me as a person. It sounds yeah. wonderful. Okay. I wish I knew what it was like. Anyway, what would what? <laughs> what what about you? What's the thing that somebody does when they come up to to you at the bar? That what what's the move? You know what I really really love is is when a guy sidles up to me. Wait, I feel like you're gonna reference the movie. Not fair, not <laughs> fair. I I laid myself bare. Sincerely, and then oh, okay, you can... okay. Well, then let let me let me say. Um. I agree with the joke. I, I think like someone showing genuine interest, um, not just to copy yours, but like like someone who can show that they're they're lighthearted and fun 
but also like a good conversationalist, like someone who can come over and be like, hey, can I buy you a drink? Like, I think that is a good intro, you know, because like I will I will say yes almost every time. Yes, you may give me free things. Um, and then, it's you know, a, it's been a cool intro podcast to be like, hey, or, what do you like in a Brandon like a, in a or person? God damn it. Let me do my intro. <laughs> Fuck. Half of this was just me trying to convince you to answer the question. Okay. Or what I really love is when a guy sidles up to me with a rat tail and then he gives me eyes like I'm going to rape somebody. And then he goes like, I hate sand. And then like says, because it's rough and coarse and it gets everywhere. But I like you because you're soft. And then he like touches your bare skin where it's showing from your clothes. That always makes me want to just turn and make out with a Jedi. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no. That's my intro, Brandon. Loved it. I, I can't like... believe you called me out halfway through the intro. You were like, I'm not going to let you do this intro. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, here, look, we have, we're nearing 230 episodes and I feel as though that is it's that is a recurring enough bit that for one it'll show up again. For two, I felt comfortable enough cutting you off on that one as a bit unto itself. Yeah, is that fair. It is fair. It is fair. But I felt comfortable enough to make a bit out of calling you out for doing it. Hello. Howdy, howdy. Welcome to the Barring Den. It's your weekly source of financial advice in the form of us telling you about a movie we watched and not totally not getting into an argument or anything about anything. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Brandon. My name is Donna. I almost made you spit your beer. Yeah, you made me bang my beer on the table. <laughs> like like as if we almost were in an argument. Hey. 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 <laughs> I just was going to say, I like that the intro was predominantly you asking what I liked to have somebody... Like what? What is it that I enjoy in another human being? And then, also, I forgot the second half of it. What was the other thing? Oh, you? Nope, I lost it. Dang Talked it. about rabbits. Talked about rabbits. What was so the you're other the thing? rabbit? Dang it! Rat tails. Rat tail. We talked about rabbits and rat tails. <laughs> that is the name of this episode. One hundred percent. Rabbit and rat. <laughs> rabbit. Rabbits and rat tails. Yeah. I'll think of it because it made me laugh. Um. Oh no. Yeah, you were. <laughs> That it was like that that um, that I like. What what was it that I like? And like, hey, I will let you approach. Like, I'll take a beer from anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take alcohol from pretty much anybody. I don't care that I'm married. But like, if you come up to me and you're trying to hit on me and you've got some alcohol, would you be upset if someone came up and was like, "Hey, can I buy you a drink?" And I was like, "Yeah." No, probably not. I mean, like, it would, there's extenuating circumstances, but like. Some sometimes, yeah, I would be, but mostly no. Okay, cool. You know what I mean, like because I like for for the record, I would be fine with with you accepting a free drink. Like I, I would just ask for either of us that we be responsible about it. You know, keep an eye on that drink. Yeah. No one's trying to get roofied. It's one of those things. It's like there are obviously extenuating circumstances, and obviously, I don't know about you, that's where my brain goes to. But it's like the reality of it is ninety percent of the time, it's just you getting a free drink. So like whatever, yeah, not then, me. That ain't gonna happen to me. And then at, when you're like seventy percent of the way through your drink, like right when they're about to ask, you know, can I get you another? Right, that's when you surreptitiously start drinking with your your wedding hand. 
with the wedding band, you know, and like really flashing that band. That's that's what that's my move. Because I could get one free drink out of anybody, but that's <laughs> that's my subtle that's my subtle hint of like it was never going anywhere. I'll I'll you know let, what I mean. I'll let it slide. You saying you could get a free drink out of anybody. Um, <laughs> we're on that Star Wars binge. My pitch for an opening was just going to be non-passionately singing the Star Wars theme again. But here we are. Let's talk about Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones, rated PG. Uh, there's one thing we haven't quite said. I'm sorry. It's just because we missed it because I wasn't thinking about it. Mm-hmm. But um, you already introduced the podcast. This is the Bargain Den. But this is a special series of the Bargain Den. This is the Bargain Den in space. What are we gonna do when we watch like Star Trek? What are we gonna call that? Because that's also in space. Uh just well well it'll be a fun reveal when we get there brandon all right here we go talking about the dang thing we're gonna spoil it spoil it 10 years after me initially meeting anakin skywalker shares a forbidden romance with padme abdala abdala while obi-wan kenobi investigates an assassination don't look at me reading the, the the entire prompt here from imdb obi-wan kenobi investigates an assassination attempt assassination attempt on the senator and discovers a secret clone army crafted for the Jedi. Dun, dun, dun. That was the movie. What do you think about this one? Is there anything we need to talk about in depth? Probably. I hate that. <sighs> Fine. We join back up with the star Wars gang. This time, Anakin's an 18 year old ish gentleman. He's horny as shit. He is horny as shit specifically for Padme. I mean, he's like, oh, my God, Padme, you are still hot. It's almost like dude, no time has passed and I've just been replaced by a horny teenager. Dude, he literally they're in the elevator is the first scene with Anakin in the elevator. And they're him and Obi-Wan are going up. Hayden Christensen playing Anakin, Anakin, Annie. And fucking Ewan McGregor is like, you all right, Annie? And he's like, I'm so fucking horny. <laughs> I, have not, I haven't seen her in every ages. And he's like, hey, you need to get your emotions in check because I don't think you're ready to be a Jedi. And he's like, I so am. I Jesus, so you're so am. mean, Obi-Wan. And then he runs in, As soon as he sees Padme, he's like, it's so fucking hot. <laughs> <laughs> I've been dreaming about you. He literally is like, you're so fucking hot. I've been dreaming about you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the plot of the movie. That's the, fucking, that's the plot. That's half, See? that's half the plot of the movie. Okay. Real quick, the cool <laughs> half of the movie. That's the thing. I think the thing that makes this worse than the first one is I genuinely, Obi-Wan's plot, I fucking liked. It was really interesting, and I wish we had a little more of it. That's how bad the other half of it was, is I, I liked this less than the fucking Phantom Menace. That shit <laughs> was... That was all over the place, but at least it was cute and, you know, I don't know, it it had heart of a hokey movie. This is half a really cool investigation story continuing on the governmental conflict that the first one set up with Obi-Wan paired with this non-existent romance between Anakin and Padme. Oh, my God. Anakin, like, I mean, it's just, he, Anakin has put response for looking after Padme, who's been attempted the assassination, um, goes back to her home planet, and then they spend a romantic weekend at her villa, 
by the lake. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, he wakes up. They they share a kiss after, like Donna said. Um, and then... Well, and he has this serious discussion about how he's in love with her. And she's like, hey, that's not going to fly, my dude. Like, you're not supposed to have, like, romantic attachments. And I'm a senator. And, like, it's just not... This isn't it. This isn't it, dude. Respect me. This is also, by the way, after she said no to him like a billion times. She even, like the first, he gives her the, I'm a fuck you eyes. And she's like, don't look at me like that. And he's like, why not? Like, who's going to stop me? And she's like, because it makes me uncomfortable. And I was like, fuck yes, Natalie Portman. Tell him. Tell us about consent, which makes it all the shittier when she's like, I'm going to make out with you. Motherfucker. Anakin eventually is having nightmares about his mom, so he go, returns to Tatooine, only to find... I gave that quite the accent, didn't I? Tatooine! Goes back to Tatooine, only to find out that his slave mother has been freed. However, she did get kidnapped by some uh, Tusken Raiders, who uh, Anakin goes to save her, and uh, only gets there in time to, for her to go, well, I'm dying, and then she dies. She's like, I love... I love it. Okay. All, All right. And <laughs> she dies and then in Anakin, his arms. And Anakin. he's like, fuck, <laughs> I'm going to kill everybody. I'm so horny. I'm so horny and I'm so sad. I'm horny for Mom. death. <laughs> 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 Kills all the Tusken Raiders. And he then he gets back to the camp. And Nellie Portman's like, I got you some blue milk. <laughs> <laughs> and brings out some fucking blue milk. And, and he's Andy, like, I'm mad. I'm mad. And she's like, what's I'm, wrong? I'm mad. I'm horny. And I killed a bunch of people. And she's like, it's okay. And like pets the back of his head. She's like, you know, that's human. It's just human, you know? All the while, Obi-Wan's been kidnapped because he's discovered a clone army being built for the Jedi. What? That sounds intriguing. The This far-off alien planet has cloned a bounty hunter named Jango Fett. And, and it, so, so, okay, there's a giant army full of clones of, who is it? The one who's behind the assassination attempts of Padma? Oh my God! What a twist! What is happening? Keep what? Going, keep going with that that plot. I'm gonna go get my other drink. Okay, so, so he's like, "Hey, did y'all authorize? I don't know a giant army under the fucking Republic?" And Yoda's like, "Uh, nope, <laughs> did not we?" <laughs> or whatever Yoda says, you know. And, uh, yeah, did not we did, did not, did did we not, not, not authorized, did we, did we not, shit, what am I saying, saying what am I not, no, saying what am I, that's good, it's a good Yoda thing, confused, the force has me. Also, yeah, the force is getting fucked because the dark side is around, <laughs> and they can't, they can't see things. And someone's messing with the. 
fucking files. There's like some shit going on, and they find out that there's like a uh, evil dude, evil ex senator who's Count breaking Dooku. off. Count Dooku. How could I forget? Christopher Lee, Count Dooku, Sauron from Lord of the Count Rings. Count Poopy, am I right? Count what? I'm sorry, one more time. And Count Poopy. Uh, Dooku. Um, yeah, and then he, yeah, no, I got it. I got what you were going for. He's, sure. he's trying to build an alliance with the separatists, and uh, they're going to kill all the Jedi's because together they're dro- 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 droid armies. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Their droid armies will outnumber the Jedi, but the, they don't know that the Jedi have the clones. And then Obi Wan's like, "We win," and Yoda's <laughs> like, "Did not we win?" <laughs> It's so it's so perfect and in character for you not to be able to figure out Yoda syntax. It's like so on brand. The worst part is I did not win. We win. We win. Did we didn't we didn't win? Did we? Fuck. (laughs) Win. We did not. That's what he would say. Yes. Yes. Um. Win. We did not. Yeah, that's what he did say. <laughs> anyway, so that was the movie, and Padme and Anakin get married. Yep, with C-3PO and R2-D2. Yep, they have a polyamorous, <laughs> polyrobotic marriage. <laughs> my dear. Oh, God. You want to replace my hand with a what? <laughs> um, what do you think of this movie, Donna? Although I feel like it's pretty apparent. Uh, it, it was pretty funny. I will give it that. Um, this was fun. Good, good times. Uh, but I did not like it. What did you think Brad did? Yeah, I mean, like, I feel like had it not had Anakin in it, it wouldn't have been as funny. But, like, and I feel bad because I genuinely, it's the writing and the directing. I think Hayden Christensen did an admirable job portraying this person because he's not meant to be liked, but because he's not really, I don't think meant to be liked. I don't think Anakin is supposed to be like really likable in this movie. It sucks spending an hour of the two hour runtime chilling with this dude. It's also hard to believe that Padma would fall in love with him because he's such a fucking dick. I don't know if you're nerd checking me or what. And I feel bad because I don't want to correct you, but it is Padme. Whatever. Padma. Anakin says Padma <laughs> like that. It's another reason he's a dick and I don't get why she loves him. I don't think she loves him. I think she's just chaotic evil. I think yeah. we're going to find that out later. Probably. In the third one, Revenge of the Sith. I'm excited for this one. I'm excited for the next one. Can we not do an ad break this time and we just just effing do it? Just go through this? No, we have to do the ad break because we have to check the same... Oh, yeah, that's right. And the the mm-hmm. sand pit. We have to check the sand pit. Is that what it is? No. <laughs> no, it is not. It is not. They don't call the big gaping hole in the ground with a giant sandworm the sand, sand pit. pit. You think Why the not? movie that, that brought sense. orange, I mean, blue milk? Blue milk. 
And they were like, here is the sand pit. Do you think fucking Jabba the Hutt was all like, here is the sand pit? Yeah, that no. sounds about right. All right, well, maybe we can find a job of the well, hut. Well, what is it for real? In the Sarlacc pit. The Sarlacc pit. Guarantee you won't remember that next week. So, so why would why would I ever Sarlacc? Sarlacc. I don't know. You remember a lot of stuff of this made-up garbage Sar. movie. <laughs> Sarlacc. Sarlacc pit. I'm trying to think of a mnemonic to remember it by. You can think, like, Sar as in the... Deadly disease that once ravaged parts of Asia, the scars, and lack of it in the United States. Lack of it in the sandpit. Sarlacc. No SARS in the sandpit. The sandpit lacks SARS. Sarlacc. Sarlacc sandpit. This movie wasn't frugal. It wasn't frugal. They Anakin lost so many lightsabers. He lost... Dude, he... Two lightsabers, which... Most of these movies talk about, I mean, I get that Jedi are a lot more prevalent in the prequels, but like, I mean, those aren't like a dime a dozen. Those lightsabers. Obi-Wan Kenobi has to literally be like, dude, take care of your shit. You can't keep losing these. You're supposed to protect this like it's your life. And Anakin's like, sorry, Jesus, you're not my dad. Ugh. He's like a dad to me. <laughs> And uh, and then he immediately proceeds to get one chopped in fucking half. I think he loses two separate lightsabers by getting them chopped in half during this movie. Yeah. And that's not counting like all the times he gets one, like he throws it away and it's like, hope I get that back as if it's a fucking boomerang. I get that he has the force, but like take care of your shit. So that's not frugal. I just, I'm just very excited for one, this film, <laughs> this is the second movie. For, it did not feature Jar Jar Binks as much. However, Jar Jar Binks was once again integral <laughs> to this film. Oh my God, you're right. They fucking love Jar Jar. Here's the thing. I, it, I feel as though Jar Jar is somewhat representative of like, ostracized members of the human population and it sucks because it's like you can't really talk shit on Jar Jar. I don't want to spend multiple episodes talking about Jar Jar, but you can't really talk shit about him because it's like it sucks to talk shit about him, you know? Like it sucks to be like oh, he's he sucks cuz it's like I don't know, it just sucks. it's bad. They did bad and he's integral to this movie, but there's not as much of him, so frugal, I'll say cuz he sucks. I just, he came in and I was like, oh God. But he only speaks like three times this whole movie. So that's not too bad. Um, it's true. Yeah. Holy shit. I didn't know that Hayden Christensen was the main dude in Jumper. Yeah. It's funny. I just saw that and I was like, I fucking knew I knew that guy. I remember watching that movie and being like, why do I feel weirdly resentful and horny about him? Like, uh um, Wait, resentful and horny? I told you, my favorite thing and what picks me up at a bar is a guy in rat tails coming up and, yeah, you know. Okay, okay. I'm going to say frugal on its part, though. What a way to get an army built, you know? Clones. Clones. And they grow up twice as fast. I think that's really smart. You don't have to teach them things like critical thinking or independent 
analysis skills because they just do what they're told. So easy peasy. They're just learning tactical shit and uh, good to go. Um, I want to I wanna read wait, some. Wait, wait. Mm-hmm. I also want to say frugal because they made really good um, specific use out of Natalie Portman's amazing abs. They were like, this is the part where sexy and she gets her clothes clawed by the monster that's trying to kill her and it was like abs i want to read some letterbox reviews i forgot to do that in the first half box 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 boxed in um i want to read uh friend of the show nick sanford's uh review here of it gave it two and a half stars and said i hated the fucking love stupid fucking love story so much that it actually helped me get over my divorce Mm. (laughs) (laughs) this is pretty good I want to read uh, Lummy Key gave it three stars and said three sand lovers out of five. All right. It's a bit longer, but I'd also like to read friend of the show Dalton Stewart's. Is that okay? Uh-huh. Dalton Stewart gave it two stars and said, it still gets a like heart for the rad round of lightsaber duels at the end. But man, this has some issues. I think the initial disappointment with episode one distracted people from how bad this one is because it wasn't until recently that this entry became the most chastised. The real shame is it all comes down to a few elements. There are nitpicky things for sure. Overly busy plot, mysteries that only get answered in other mediums, etc. But the real problem is the central love story. So much of this movie, character development, tone, theme, story, you name it, hangs on the central romance and it doesn't work. Bad writing, bad chemistry, bad dialogue, and bad acting are things that plague this movie in other places. Pardon me, plague this film in other places. But it just kills a romance that should be deeply moving. I mean, Clones gets it so wrong that more than once Anakin comes across as vaguely rapey and we're supposed to still like the guy at those points. That's what I'm saying! They literally, I can't imagine that his direction was anything other than, okay, now tilt your head down look up at her, except at the camera. I just want you to look straight into the camera as if you are going to rip it. That was the direction he was given, okay? There's no way that wasn't. You know exactly the scene I'm talking about because it's right after she's like, don't look at me like that, it makes me uncomfortable. Good writing, guys, good job. Yeah, it sucks. I'm gonna say, though, a frugal movie. I think in terms of military action overall, I think that this posits itself as a frugal film. And you know what? I think I think the really bad love story only serves to underscore the idea that Jedi's should not be forming attachments and falling in love, especially not with chaotic energy senators. So although that being said, I do think that Jedi should in fact not be celibate. I think they should be allowed to fuck. Oh yeah, they they, they just can't be attached. They can't be beholden to their whims and feelings. I'm just. They have I, to be zen about it. Like you can, fu- you can fuck around and not get attached. Thank you everybody for listening. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in a couple weeks for episode three. Donna, you want to thank some people though? Yes. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed our episode, if you like Star Wars or you don't, <laughs> share this with a friend. And I also want to thank. Sarah Anastasia, who made the art. That's us holding our cats. I also want to thank 
the Lounge Kittens for the use of their cover of Dirty Deeds. You hear that as our intro, outro, and mid-tro music. I'd also like to thank Anchor.fm for hosting our podcast. You can leave us a voicemail there if you want. Uh, you can also rate and review us on iTunes if you'd like to be the next bargainer. But first, I'd like to thank our current bargainer, which that person is... Jack, 3245. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, Jack. So, uh, that's, that's the story. All right. Let's talk about it. Thank you, everybody, for listening. My name is Brandon. My name is Donna. Pinch those pennies. And stay frugal. All right. I've got quite the deal for you here this week, Donna. VTech Rock and Bop music player Amazon what? exclusive <gasps> pink for $15.05. You can have this itty bit music player right at your door. This is a kids-friendly music player. Plays ten musical learning games to introduce letters, numbers, animals, instruments, time, and more. Feel like one, two, three, four. They could have had went ahead and listed out the other five. <laughs> um. Uh. Does it come with the headset, headphones? This, of course, is. Crucial. Yes, it does. All right. That is frugal, my friend. No, they're not headphones. They're like, I mean, they're headphones, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's a kid. You can't have little earbuds. They're going to eat them. That's, that's what everything has told me about children and small items is that they, they eat them. Not sure that that is true, but... Fair. I don't know at what age that stops, but I think it's four according to packaging. Anyway, it's frugal. But you ain't got the guts She keeps nagging at you not and